Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Key on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21 to 16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Yeah, it's the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia live from the Great Dane Hilldale. Hope you're having a terrific Thursday night, NFL kickoff night. The Badgers oh, are one and zero night. Exciting. Always exciting. Always exciting indeed. After a Badgers win and this Thursday night kickoff, I mean, you know, those are you got Buff, you got the Bills and the Rams. Now. Yeah, it's gonna be a terrific game. I'm all fired up. Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, is who, Stafford healthy? Elbow is questionable, I think. Yeah. but he's playing, so we'll see. He's Derek Angler. I'm Alex Strofer, live from the Great Dane Hilldale here on your Thursday night, episode number two of the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. We're having beers. We got wings on the way. It's a great night, and we don't need to hear Tarek Sala mispronounce Rashawn Gary's name tonight, so that's also a, a positive note. That, that, or many others. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tape your ankles, Derek. That's right. <laughs> hey. Let me tell you, you know, there's another name that you just want to avoid, or uh, uh, I guess a, 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 a phrase, a coin sala phrase that you just want to avoid. And I, it, it's come out over the many years when Jim Rutledge hosted the show. Oh boy! But it's eat your face. So when he gets so fired up, he'll he'll say, "You want me to eat your face?" And and I'm dead. I'm dead Is he serious. On bath salts. <laughs> Serious, it comes out on air when he when him and Relish went toe to toe. Oh no it, doubt, yeah, it it came out a couple times. Derek, I think last week was the only time I've ever done a show with Tarek Sala and not gotten into a heated argument with him. In fact, me and you got even we got into a tiny argument, but we, we had the most conflict debate. last week. It's a debate. It's Which a debate. Good. Healthy debates are good. Healthy debates are good. They make the we world need more better. of that in this country for sure. <laughs> we sure do. We sure do. You and I are going to solve the world's problems tonight. That's what I think we're going to do tonight. Let, let's let's solve what currently are not problems with the Wisconsin Badger football team. Look at that transition. That's radio gold right there. Badgers win week number one, 38-0, as Siri's yelling at me. 38-0 uh, over Illinois State. They were number 18 in that game, Derek. They slide back to number 19 this week. But uh, as, as Keanu Benton so uh, eloquently put it, the Goose Egg Gang was out to play on Saturday night as they shut out Illinois State 38-0. Graham Mertz looked really good, which is a positive that I don't think maybe we expected last week. Braylon Allen looked great. The defense looked great. Uh, but I think Graham Mertz, Derek, the big story from Saturday's win. Well, I, I think it's, it, there's two things going on here. I, I think we expected defense to do what they did, maybe yeah. even a little bit more. I, and I, you know, I know, really, come on, they put up a goose egg. But, you know, I think there are some things maybe in, in past defense. But... You know, Jimmy Leonard's not going to show the package against Illinois State, right. you know, and, and um, as far as putting the heat on the quarterback. But I will tell you this, 
it is exactly what we wanted from the quarterback and the turnover margin. You know, when we're plus two, the quarterback did everything that he could. In fact, was probably close to 100% completion percentage and could have been if there's not for the drop passes. Um, you know, and, and, and move the chains. You know, the guys up front, big uglies, they, they did what they did. I mean, rushing, I think, we yeah, we were at 221. Um, with But yards per rush at six. A lot of it yeah. because of Braylon's big run. Yeah, that helps. You know, but at the same time, holding them to 57 yards rushing. This is Wisconsin football. This is what we're. Totally. This is exactly what we're supposed to do, and they went out and did it. And and everybody's ah, it's Illinois State. You know what? If Graham Mertz goes out there and does that in a scrimmage, and you know our our stats, that running game and, and defense and turnover margins, all there. Well, I'm happy. I don't know about you. Uh, especially with quarterback, you know, if he comes out there like Penn State last year, Oof. he'll get booed off the field, and then what? And then, then where what? Do you go? Right. What? No, you stick with him, but he's going to continue to get booed. And where's that? That I mean, from a, a, a mental psyche standpoint, at the quarterback position, that's not what you want in the opener. And God bless him because he had the mental toughness to go out there and get it done. <laughs> yeah, no, he was super impressive and and a fascinating stat, Derek, that I, that I uh, saw from this game: two hundred nineteen yards through the air. 221 yards on the ground, pretty Balance. much a 50-50 split offensively in terms of yardage, which uh, I don't know how much we'll see that this season, but the season in the season opener was at least uh, encouraging would be probably my word choice because I found this stat last late last week that I think you'll be fascinated by about Graham Mertz. When he throws over 30 passes in a game, he's 0-5. When he throws under 30 passes in a game, he's now 16-1. and Only loss coming to Michigan last year in that game he was hurt in. Um, so the guy, when he, when he throws under 30 passes, he's been efficient. He's won football games. He's done what they needed to do. But when they're playing from behind, has to throw the ball a lot. Hasn't well, been successful. Russell, but I will say, yeah, I mean, but Russell Wilson notwithstanding, you take any Badger quarterback over decades and, and throw that stat, and we're probably going to be pretty similar. That means, we're, I mean, Daryl Bevel, I remember our Rose Bowl year, had to yeah. throw, I don't know, 50 times in the Metrodome. We lo- lose that game. We don't lose that game. We're right in the mix for the national championship. Yeah. You know, and and so, I, 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 Wisconsin quarterbacks, we don't want a lot of attempts. You know, notwithstanding Russell Wilson, different, right? Right. Other than that, we want to be right in that mid twenty, twenty to mid twenties, or like Either Saturday. Or. You know, that perfect. We'll take we'll take fourteen for sixteen all day long, and then receivers catch a couple more balls. We're one hundred percent. Derek, if he can't get better than that, if he goes fourteen of sixteen every game this year, he's winning the Heisman. Like that's well, that's the, that's how good that performance. Yeah, was. but there's more that goes into the Heisman than oh, that. No, I'm just you know that and tongue and, in cheek. Yeah, man. I mean, but it, I will tell you if he can do games like this, you know, on the road at Michigan State, you know, uh, you know Purdue coming in here, Purdue. They're scrappy. I watched that Penn State game. They're scrappy. You that's know, what made uh, me think of the Iowa. Because they threw the ball I mean, seventy times that game. Iowa, our over/under is going to probably be what that Iowa-South Dakota State game was. I mean, I think this. I mean, I, I you know, Iowa's got a really good defense. I think, you know, and going into Kinnick is always terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the worst, most difficult places to play. Um, that game is going to be low scoring. Um, I, I I really truly believe that, and you know, I I think our schedule sets up pretty nice, especially if we can get some momentum. You know, we got the big one. You know, in the horseshoe, yeah, and yeah. and that's really going to see where we're at. Uh, you know, as far as the defense is concerned, 
as far as an offense and in particular at the quarterback position. Yes, September 24th, that game in Columbus, Ohio, against the now third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes just a couple weeks away. But I I find it interesting you say that, right, building the momentum. And the schedule certainly sets up for that opportunity, right? You open with Illinois State in a 38-point blowout. This week you host Washington State, a little bit more competitive than a week ago, but still a game you should win. And then you host New Mexico State next week. So you get kind of this ramp-up period, and we talked a bit about it last week, Derek Angler, Alex Strope with you. We talked a little bit about it last week, but it's it's not even close to the same as it was a year ago, right? Penn State, Notre Dame, both in the first three weeks. Whereas this week, you kind of get a cupcake schedule to open up, and then the hard one is week four at Ohio State. So how, how do you think, Derek, how do you think that affects kind of the mindset going into Ohio State? You get three wins. You kind of understand. You, get, you, you don't see a very tough offense in any of these games. You get to build the defense's confidence before they go take on, obviously, the big one in Columbus on September 24th. How, how does this affect the mindset and maybe the confidence of this team if they are able to and likely will start 3-0? Well, you know, I, I, I think um, obviously this Saturday, uh, Washington State probably being most formidable of, of the three right. non-conference opponents, you know, we're going to see a little bit tougher challenge, but uh, it, it really sets up uh, – you know, for me, it's I'm I'm more concerned about the offensive line, okay, and the defensive line. Maybe you know I would like a tougher challenge, so so they yeah. you know they'd be ready going into the Big, Big Ten schedule. Um, it's more important for our quarterback. I I I just truly believe that momentum for him is a good thing. I, I, and I, I think it just builds confidence. And, you know, if he continues on this road, that's where we want to be, you know, opening up the Big Ten. And, you know, obviously pretty tough one on the road in the shoe. I mean, that that's going to be – we'll really see who Graham Mertz is, who, you know, the Badgers are. You know, our, our, our defense has been highly touted, been a lot of talk about being – you know, just as good as our defense last year. Hard to do that when you're number one in total defense and fourth in, in scoring defense last year. Um, you can't go really too far higher up than that. And but these <laughs> these kids believe it. Yeah. They, they 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 really do. You know, Tarek and I have talked. Uh, we he he's got a little bit more um, I think confidence in our our two inside linebackers that are placing two guys that are playing on Sundays, you know, and Chanel and Sam Bourne. And, and uh, I, I have a lot of confidence in our outside linebackers and, and Getz, Peterson, and, of course, Herbig. Um, and then, you know, our back end, I, I really, I mean, Torch. Torch. I, you know. 100 yards. Hunter Wohler getting hurt. That, that's, not, that's not good. You know, uh, it will be interesting to see. I don't think, you know, he'll be back um, for the Big Ten opener. I hope so, but and he's a warrior. He has that mentality, but you know we'll see. Um, you, you just don't know with these types of injuries, and um, but he, you know, of course, training staff coaches will do a great job just keeping him, making sure he's ready for the long game and the long season. So, uh, last thing uh, on last week, Derek, before we get to a break, I know our wings just got dropped off here I know, at the I Great Day in Hilldale, uh, so I, I'm I'm very distracted right now, but. I want to ask you, what did you learn about the Badgers in week one, right? What, what was something maybe you didn't know about them or something that stood out against Illinois State? It's a hard game to take a lot away from, but was there anything new you learned about this Badgers team in week number one against Illinois State? Well, I, you know, I, 
I kind of expected not, for us not to, you know, throw the kitchen sink at them, um, which would create more havoc in the backfield and, 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 and sacks and turnovers and stuff. And I think that's why some people are like, hey, our defense, our pass defense, you know, our time of possession, which usually we dominate, dominate was almost split, even yeah. 50-50. And it wasn't because they're running game with only 57 rushing yards or whatever. But, you know, they're dinking and dunking. But I would tell you this. It all comes down to that quarterback play could not have been better. What do we What do we expect? Just, just don't turn the ball over. You know, move the chains, throw it out. You know, you got, you got some big uglies up front. You know that that Bob Bostad's done a great job in training camp getting them ready and and and, and pissed off and just being you know fellowship of the miserable, which offensive linemen should be when they step onto the field. When they get off the field, they're like big teddy bears. But when you get them out <laughs> on the field, you want you want them to be just abs- absolutely miserable pricks. Now after that, I would say everything else was kind of that. That's us. That's our identity. You know, I. I I truly believe you that. want him to be absolutely miserable. Oh, you do. Pricks. Yeah, you, you don't. Is that want, what you were? When you don't you were want in, in, in the, the trenches. The Strofe. You don't want e- either side of that that line of but scrimmage. But like Keanu O-line, Benton's D-line the nicest man. guy in the world. Well, I, don't I don't know if he's too nice on the field. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, guys can flip a switch. You know, and and uh, in particular, an offensive lineman, you you cannot let let uh, an old lineman get comfortable. You just can't because that's when things go south. Fair. In a hurry. So, so Tark Sala, uh, who's usually our co-host, not here tonight, but he usually is the type of guy who's seeing red always, right? Like he's always go, go, go. You're a very cool, What made you say that? Guy. Uh, well, nothing in particular, <laughs> Derek, of course. Uh, but you seem very cool, calm, collected. Were you always this way? And then when you got on, you know, when you got in between the hashes, was it go, 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 I need to beat somebody up? Um, it's, it's different on our side of the ball now when i say r tark ended up coming over to the right side of the ball in the national football league when he went to cleveland and played fullback but uh on our side of the ball you do have to be collected but it is it is it is still very very intense and and you're measured right it's measured intensity um and you can't it's not it's not you know explode react go hunt ball you know defensively it, it, it you have you have a certain technique especially in the offensive line you have certain responsibilities you know it is it is one of those things where you're just kind of pissed off being out there and makes you grumpy you know just being out there and so you, you just you, you hold that inside <laughs> and then and then you get after it i mean and then you know that how does that translate? Well, it means you see offensive linemen finishing down the field. Sure. Maybe making an extra block, what have you. Running down, picking up their back, you know, getting fired up in the huddle, picking up their quarterback. That little extra shot, echo the whistle, you name it. That's that's a line play. Love it. He's Derek Angler, Malik Strofe. This is the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia. Football season is back. Rams, Bills tonight. I see wingies. <laughs> what did you just say to me? I see, I see wingies. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't keep. You, you, can't, know, Tom, <laughs> I, I, you know what? My nine-year-old wanted to watch Tommy Boy the other night. Yeah, and that skit great just, Oh, God. That skit just has to be rolling. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, football season is back. And to celebrate Metro Kia Madison, Tommy, giving you a 4K smart TV with the purchase of a new vehicle. Get the 2023 Kia Soul with 3.49% APR financing for 48 months. 2235 per 1,000 borrowed to qualified credit. 
at Metro Kia of Madison. Rams, Bills tonight, Packers, Vikings on Sunday. We've got a ton of NFL football to get into. We'll start doing that next, but before we do that, I got to know, is this sustainable for Graham Mertz? We'll dive into it next. It's the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. We're rolling on live from the Great Dane location at Hilldale. Beautiful night to talk a little football. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Rose Bowl champion, Badger legend. You told me I'm not allowed to call you that last week. Easy with that. call you that more yeah. and more. Badger legend, yeah. Derek Angler, former New York that. Giant, played in a Super Bowl as we get ready for the NFL kickoff tonight. Rams, Bills from L.A. kicking off in about an hour. Uh, we'll get to the NFL in a second, Derek, but I asked a question before the break. And it's something that's been bugging me a little bit this sure. year. Sure. And that would be the sustainability of good performances by Graham Mertz. Now, he was terrific last week, no doubt about that, right? 14 to 16, 219 yards and a touchdown late to Chimray DK. He was awesome. I mean, he really should have been a 100% completion percentage, if not 99, 98, whatever. But he was awesome. Now, the one thing with Graham Mertz we haven't seen, Derek, is him stat good performances, right? He had that great game against Illinois, his first start, unable to stack another one the rest of the season. Last year, he had a couple here and there that were good enough games, didn't really stack those performances. Now he has a great game to open against Illinois State. I need to see him stack good performances, which the way the guy shows and oozes confidence makes me feel good about it. The Year three being the starter makes me feel better about it. But we haven't seen him do it yet, and that's really what I'm looking for this weekend against Washington State, seeing Graham Mertz stack good performances. Yeah, I mean, of course, we want that. But right. you know what I'd rather see, to be honest with you? What's that? I'd rather see him struggle in the first half against Washington State and then come out and blow it out in the second half. Because to me, I want to see I want to see that resilience. I want to see that mental toughness. Which I want to see him, resilience. Yeah, that's what I mean. I want to see him being backed in the corner. And, 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 and really, I mean, if let's say we're down 10-7 at halftime. Sure. That's and then we come out, and it's gangbuster second half. We are who we are. Our identity comes out. Our quarterback does what he was doing this past Saturday. Um, that would be significant for me versus just going out there and doing kind of a – I mean, it's hard to do a repeat performance, yeah. but let's say he, you know, he's 15 for 19, you know, no picks, no fumbles. You know, we do we just mechanically do what we do in the running game um, and defensively we do what we do there, of course. Um I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see some adversity in this game because I don't think we're going to necessarily see it in the next one against New Mexico State. Before we got to go into a situation like the shoe and play, you know, a, a very, very, very good uh, 
national championship contender Absolutely. in Ohio State. And it's, it's always funny to hear, you know, we, we all talk about it, right? September 24th is the date circled on our calendar. Yeah. But it's, it's funny to hear everybody's different perspective on what they'd like to see leading up to that. How do they best prepare themselves to, uh, to win and compete against Ohio State on September 24th? You'd like to see them actually struggle because you think it'll help them in the long run. And I don't necessarily think you're wrong, Derek, because resilience, to go back to what you said earlier, resilience is really something we haven't seen. And I mentioned that stat when he throws over 30 passes, he's 0-5, 0-6, whatever it is, in his career as a starter. I'd like to see him fall behind and come out and guns are blazing in the second half i'd love to see it but that like that likely means we hit that 30 pass threshold and he gets a win it'd be terrific to see it's the best of both worlds well and you know not necessarily you know strof i mean you know at wisconsin we we can control the clock you know we we can pretty we good can, at we, it. we can chunk it down the field pretty you good know, at that too. I, mean, I, I i would you know, I, I don't necessarily think we got to just open it up if we're down, you know, uh, three points, touchdown, or something like that at halftime. I, I, I don't there's not, don't hit the panic button. I mean, st- stick to who we are. I see him hit the panic button because they're going to have to on September 24th. You, you, but you just gave me that damn stat about 30. I mean, what is he? What's the, what's the winning percentage that he is? Uh, Zero. 30, Over 30 zero? passes, he's never won again. Yeah, great. Why do you want to see that? Because you're going to beat Washington State no matter what. <laughs> Right? There's no way you lose the Washington State's more of a competitor than Illinois State. So you just State want to see him throw State. more than 30 passes and see, get a victory. I want to <laughs> cut Graham Mertz loose. Get that monkey off his back. I don't know, man. I mean, I think I think with Graham Mertz, I think we're, we're setting, him up, setting him up for exactly where we want him to be going into the Big Ten schedule. I mean, we got two game, non-conference games left yet here to learn a lot. But I, I, I don't I don't think this isn't you know Air Wisconsin. I don't think we do that. I mean kind I, of loose, Bobby Ingram style, Air Wisconsin. Jeez. <laughs> we're on we're on we are way on two different pages there. <laughs> it's not how we win here. No, I know. Probably I how know. we never ever, ever will win. Especially um, under Chris. No. You know, under one very special era and all those guys were back for for the, the Rose Bowl reunions, the ten, eleven, twelve yep. teams. Um when you have a Russell Wilson and a Scott Tolzien, two different players, obviously, but uh, unbelievable quarterbacks and some of the best we've ever had at the University of Wisconsin. Um, we were really fortunate. Um, I, I, I think, you know, we're not going to necessarily get back there, but Graham Mertz, you know, and, and again, we've talked about it. There was a reason, you know, he was so highly recruited. There's talent there. You know, at the quarterback position, you got to go through a lot of different things mentally, physically, but, he, you know, if he can figure that out and he's put the work in from what I understand um, and and gains that confidence, you know, as we go through the season, let's say we go to the shoe and it's a hell of a game and we lose by, you know, a typical Ohio State, like, you know, 70-yard touchdown pass and with three minutes to go in the fourth yeah. quarter or something like that. A lot of respect will come out of that game. Totally. You know, if we compete our ass off and take them to the, like we always used to do, you know, and, and, and they hated playing us. I mean, I, Coach Alvarez talked about that all the time. You know, when he talked to their people and their, their staff and former players, absolutely hated. when And, and they knew it. And, and they'd always be beat up, you know, the next week after we played them. Um, and that and that spelled trouble for them in some situations and, and, and some losses. But, you know, I... Before we get there, let's just let's let's do what we need to do in the next two non-conference, and then then you know we can see where we're at and evaluate that going into the horseshoe. So here you go, Braylon, win us the game. Graham just handed off. 
That's not happening. <laughs> not, not, you know, come on. Strophy, not in this day and age. You can't do that. You just can't. I mean, I don't, you know, this is not, you know, you have, I don't know, probably, I would say you'd probably have four or five guys in college football um, that you can kind of say, okay, we need you. You know, I'm, I'm throwing you the ball. You know, I'm handing the rock off to you. I don't think we're in that situation with Braylon. Not saying that Braylon's not as good as the rest of the running backs in this country, if yeah. not the best. He's one of them. But, you know, we don't we don't provide a passing threat. So for defenses to scheme against us, it, it ain't. If you have dual threats, like Ohio State always does, yeah. at wide receiver, quarterback, running back, sometimes tight end, there's a lot of a lot of weapons, a lot of options. We're not there. We're not there at the receiver position, tight end position, and not yet at the quarterback position. So you can't do that. You just can't say, here you go. I mean, there was a, a time and day, and I played in one of those eras where, yes, you did. Run, you, right. Run. You just hand the ball off. Okay, you want nine. Well, okay, one of us is going to have to take two. Well, on this double team, we'll take three. Well, I'll pick up the nose guard. You chip. You know, we'll, we'll back the linebacker, those two, back into the free safety. That's what you did. So, I mean, literally – I mean, that's how we went about it. I mean, we dominated fronts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely dominated fronts. And they did after us. The guys right after us that were the young bucks in our room, Casey Ray- Raybach, Billy Ferrario, Chris McIntosh, Aaron Gibson, Mark Tauscher. A lot of you NFL know. players you just listed yeah, off, yeah, by yeah. the way. Yeah. And they took it to the next level. And then, and then we, we went through a little bit of a lull. You know, we had Al Johnson in 2008. He was one of the younger crowds from the, the guys I just named. And then we went through, you know, kind of a, mm, you know, O-line's not where it used to be. That, And then we got all those guys where, you know, the, the, the Bob Bostead, former O-lines, the 2009, 10 guys, 11 sure. guys, um, you know, they, they, you can name them all. I mean, you got you got uh, Gabe Karimi, John Moffitt, um, you know, uh, Peter Kahn's, Travis Frederick, Kevin Zeitler, Bill Nagy, Rick Wagner, um Josh Oglesby. I mean, you just, I mean, keep, I mean, you can go so, on and on, yeah. So that's, we're not right there right now with our offensive line. We have some really good players. Um, and, and Bob's going to get them, get them into shape and get them right, you know, and, and, and get that nasty back because that, that's what we need up front. Get that nasty back. I love that. Let's get that on some t shirts, Derek. That's pretty good. <laughs> get that nasty back. He's Derek Angler of Alex Strofe. Here on the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. We're live at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, the Hilldale location. Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Four locations in the Madison area. It's easy to enjoy. One of Madison's favorite traditions. That would be Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Visit GreatDanePub.com to find a pub near you. And do this next time you go to a Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, any of the locations. Mention code Dane ESPN. That's Dane ESPN to your bartender or your server during your next visit. You'll get two pints of beer for the price of one for a limited time. That's code Dane ESPN to your server or bartender at any of Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company's four locations. Dane ESPN for a free pint of beer, essentially. Two for one deal on pints of beer at any of Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company's four locations. We're eating the wings right now, man. Are they terrific? The awesome. Cajun dry rub, super good. The ranch, blue cheese. We've 
We're both having a beer. It's terrific. We're having the, the time of our lives as we get ready for NFL kickoff tonight. Bills, Rams, game number one tonight. Packers, Vikings on Sunday. We'll dive into all of that. Uh, Derek heard something from Aaron Rodgers that caught his attention. We'll play it and hear from Aaron Rodgers, react to it. We'll do all that. It's all still coming up. It's a great day in Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Let's party rolling on. The Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia, live at the Hilldale location of the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Alex Strofe, Derek Angler, Badger legend with you, live from Great Dane Hilldale. We talked a little Badgers in the first half of the show, Derek, so we might as well transition over to the NFL. But before we do that, you're pointing at your wings. You well, just... My graveyard of bones looks like three times as much as yours. What do you mean? In, in, in terms of, like, thickness? No, the graveyard of just bones that I've eaten. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've had more wings than I have, yeah. Well, I was too busy talking to you that last commercial break. Well, I'm going to give them to these interns over here because, you know, they look starving. I don't know if they they get a glass of water and that was it. I I don't know if they get that. I think they have to share the glass of water between the two. Yeah, the hopper's over there at the end of the corner. He had a nice big burger coming, I saw. These these interns are looking over there salivating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're too funny. He's Derek Angler of Alex Strofe on the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. We're also brought to you in part by our friends at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, the home of the Horseshoe Bar, the Sizzle, Swizzle, Swirl, Happy Hour. Derek, I'm pretty sure you've had about, uh, could you even count uh, how many oh. times you, you've had amazing times there? I know you and Coach My Alvarez gosh. have been out there. I know you, Jim Rutledge, Tark Salaroy's out there. I, I don't know this. I, I don't remember if they're on their 14th, 15th year. There's somewhere in that, that vicinity. Yeah. I have been, in that span of time, a very frequent visitor. Um, mainly, I mean, this is not, I mean, yeah, to go in the restaurant and find dining experience, you can have that. You can have, you can hold client events. They have a private room. They have outdoor seating, you know, on the patio. And not to mention the horseshoe bar. I mean, that's where, you know, Tarek and I, of course, have spent most of our talking about the horseshoe where, the, you know, those Buckeyes play. We're talking about the <laughs> horseshoe bar at Roost Chris in That's Wisconsin. the horseshoe you do like. One, yeah, one of the best, best bars in Madison and a, a great happy hour. Um, you know, we love going there. The service is top notch. You know, Lee Drap does a, a, a great job with his staff. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's, it's transformed over the years, you know, what coaches – room used to be was the old cigar room you know and i'm a, i'm a cigar lover you know so i kind of missed that but what they did is they you know they opened it up and then opened it on up into the patio which is fantastic that's awesome yeah well i've uh, I, I know a spot downtown off the capitol square we'll have to meet have a cigar one of these days i do too yeah. I've, I've freaked with that one over the last uh, two decades do, yeah. quite a bit yeah, yeah, yeah you sure have and <laughs> i i have recently over the last year i love that that spot down there so we'll have to meet there one of these days uh, have a cocktail have a cigar but anyway let's talk a little nfl football there i'm all fired up i'm amped up i love the nfl more than i love most things right it's my favorite league it's my favorite time of the year as we kick off the season tonight rams bills we'll talk packers in a second but i gotta say opening kickoff games usually good we had dallas tampa bay last year the year after the packers won the super bowl is new orleans green bay like we usually get pretty good games 
This year might be a Super Bowl preview. And I use that term very, very strongly because I don't like throwing that around loosely. Buffalo, Los Angeles, like those are the two best teams in the NFL right now, in my opinion. Seeing them on night one of the NFL season has me even more jacked for uh, for kickoff. Well, they definitely are, are contenders. It, I always – I. I'm reluctant to, to jump on that, who's going to be in the Super Bowl, you know, because there's... So when I ask you for your prediction, you're not going to get nah, there, there's there's too <laughs> many there's too many variables. I mean, injuries and, injuries, and, right. and, and such. I, I just, you can, you can pick, you literally can probably pick six teams that are, uh, the probability is so high that one of those six teams, if not two of the six teams, are going to be in the Super Bowl, yeah. right? Um, every, there, there's a, there might be one of those... Um, random years that you know you, you get a surprise but it's an out of a year ago yes exactly good point um you know but i m- most of the times you kind of you have a good idea um who's in the mix uh these two are obviously two of those teams so i mean it's gonna be fun to watch i'm excited for it i you know it was interesting i i was at practice last week at tark and i were and uh you know coach alvarez was watching with us and and you know, I asked him about, you know, his grandson, Joe Ferguson, or excuse me, Jake Ferguson. Joe's his other That's grandson. That's the other one, yeah. <laughs> who, by the way, did Joe, was, uh, did he have the record that Torch just broke? I guess I don't know. I don't know who I, held it before. Whoever our producer is, I think it might have been Joe. And I don't remember if that was a kickoff return or an interception return, but I think it was 99 yards. Okay. And so, yeah, the so interception record is the one he get broke. Get that producer, crack Hunter, the whip. Get on it. Yep. It was Jake and Ferguson. So Jake. No, 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 Jack. That, Ferguson. Now the producer's fired. That was Joe <laughs> Ferguson. Jack Ferguson against. There is no Jack Ferguson. There's Joe and Jake. I heard it on the broadcast. Obviously, they screwed that up. They screwed look it up. up. You got to look. look you got to do your look research. Longest IMT Hunter, returns. Hunter, you're done. Hunter, you're done. <laughs> Dan, anglers put the kibosh on you, buddy. You're done with. Anyway, might so, as well walk out. Just so let us roll. I was telling, I was like, Coach, have you talked to Jake? He talks to Jake a lot, and they love him down in Dallas. Mike Good. McCarthy is very high on him. You read a lot of the media reports. Yeah. He's going to get a lot of playing time. Had a good training camp preseason. And I, I was telling him, I'm like, gosh, you know, it's, it's that season opener, there's nothing like it your rookie year. And, you know, for me, my in 1997, you know, being an undrafted rookie free agent, you know, all the way through the preseason, I mean, I'm, I mean for me, it might as well be, you know, live – game tempo in regular season um you know as hard as i was going because i'm trying to make a roster spark and keep a starting spot you know for th- that matter and they had brought a lot of veterans in you know you never know because it's uh you know those doors are revolving i guess from free agency. Wait, you, you started week one as a udfa your rookie year yeah yeah and i did and not know that about you they brought you a, started later i they, didn't realize no, it was they, that early. they brought in a couple of veterans and um that didn't work out and you know kept the job and of course you know uh, obviously made the 53 man roster and we got the eagles coming up the turnpike for our first our first game at home regular season opener and i just remember you know thank god i was you know 22 and dumb and naive and not really understanding the magnitude because i got drilled by the new york press i mean whether it was the post the times you name it really Oh yeah, because what we're we're opening with the Eagles. The Eagles had dominated the Giants prior to this. Sure. Um, I will say that in my four years with the Giants, we were nine and zero against them, including a divisional playoff win. So that and they were our not rivals. Bad. They were not our, bad, our Angler, rivals. Not bad. Um, so you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, I just didn't really grasp it, and I, I just kind of 
it was kind of white noise to me. Tunnel vision, right. Yeah, so I, I didn't want to get too wrapped up into it and then, you know, uh, have an issue, which I kind of did in the first half where, um, you know, we opened up. And I got the butterflies. Everybody does, right? And you're, you're super, you got some anxiety. You got, you're super excited, this and that. So you kind of come out of your shoes a little bit as far as you're forgetting some technique. You're, you know, I'm, I'm the field general in the O-line trying to make the calls and all that stuff. And my, my offensive line coach at the time, at halftime, said, um, you better make a decision, son. Either you, you're going to go back to Minnesota or Wisconsin, where you're from, start milking cows or whatever you do there, because you will not be pl- playing in the National Football League. You understand that? And so I'm like, wow. ah. So I get out there the second half, and, and they had a first-rounder from Virginia, James Darling, at linebacker, middle linebacker, and I, I dominated him in the second half and had a much better. Got after their D-line with my left guard and had a much better game in the second half. And he came up and he said, I'm proud of you. He goes, don't worry, you kept your your job for another week. But that was always kind of the mentality because wow. there's revolving doors. There's free free agents that came in all during training camp to, to take my job. You know, so I, you just got to keep your head down. That's the, that's the business. And, um, you know, it was so much fun, though, to go through that. And I was talking to Coach Alvarez about that and what his grandson's about to experience as, as a rookie in his first game. And it's a big game, obviously, Tampa yeah. and, and coming into uh, – or wait. Tampa no. was last year. Dallas is going to Tampa. Wait, opening – yeah, Dallas is playing Did Tampa. Did they open again against each other this year? Here, I'll look it up quick. Uh, I thought, okay. Regardless. In Dallas. It, in okay, Dallas, yeah, there. Well, hey. Hunter, Cowboys fan. There you go. Okay, all right. Well, well you lose it, again. He's it, double fired now because yeah. you're a giant. Yeah, well, no, I, I mean, you, you, yeah, we just got to do better research, Hunter. It's okay. You, you'll get a hall pass this hey, time. I only <laughs> chimed in because I remember them saying it. Normally, I would obviously it up and incorrectly. Say it time. Yeah, Bucks at Cowboys Sunday Night Football. Yep. And did you find out, did Joe Ferguson have a 99-yard interception return, or was that a, a So a it was because I was at that game. Uh, because it was against Utah State. Yeah, I remember a night game. Yep, the yeah, opener. it was a night game. Yeah, he got an interception at the one yard line. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, <laughs> somebody, one of you guys in the media got to got to ask uh, Torch. Hey, how how does it feel breaking the uh, former athletic director's? Oh, by the way, his name's on the field. His grandson. Yeah, right. <laughs> that guy's grandson. How do you feel about that? <laughs> point point at the Barry Alvarez field decal. But it, it's exciting. I mean, this I love it. The NFL. And we were talking on break. It's just it is it, it is by far America's pastime. I mean, totally. it is it is everybody. Everybody wants in on the NFL. No doubt about it. And that, that was an awesome story, by the way. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, to reflect on your time is something I always love hearing, right? Because yeah, uh, I mean, we, I'm not nearly athletic enough to have Tarek those stories. Tarek would have told so. me to turn the page three times, you know. And, uh, you know oh, well, we've got a, we've he, got a story. He probably would have started singing Bruce Springsteen <laughs> glory days, you know. We've got a story to bring up with him from his time. He sent us a um, – I don't want to give away too much info because I'm saving this until Monday when we do this again Monday night. Under point five ESPN, but he sent us an email at one in the morning on Friday morning. Did you? Read that? <laughs> I imagine he may have had a few cocktails. I told him the next morning. I said, "I go hysterical, but maybe next time hit save and send next morning." <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, luckily, I was still awake, but I read it, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, "What the hell is this?" So 
I'm just going to tease it that it was way. All... It might involve a live panther. That's all I'm going to say. Well, we'll tell that story and, on Monday. And, and, and obviously, you know, Tarek being drafted by the Carolina Panthers and, and Brad Nortman, who yep. is a new ESPN Madison He has joined me pregame and postgame yeah, on Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I think he was just trying to create some of that fun banter. Uh, but you'll notice Brad Nortman wasn't even on that email he sent. It was me, well, you, Jesse Nelson, and Jim Rutledge. That's who he sent that to. It was late. It was one in the morning. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Not going to out Tarek anymore uh, as we uh, as we roll on here on the Great Date Huddle, driven by Metro <laughs> Kia. Save that one for, for save that one for Monday. Yeah, yeah. What and then, and then read, I'll read it. Oh, yes. Good idea. See you now we're game planning. I love that. I hope he's not listening right now. Football season is back. And to celebrate Metro Kia Madison, giving you a 4K smart TV with the purchase of a new vehicle. Get a 23 Kia Soul with 3.49% APR financing for 48 months, 2235 per 1,000 borrowed to qualified credit at Metro Kia of Madison. You can go to their website as well, MetroKiaMadison.com, to search current inventory. We'll talk Packers-Vikings next. It's a great day huddle driven by Metro Kia. This is 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. You're over my head, I'm out of my mind. Thinking I was through in the wrong time. One of a kind, living in a world gone plastic. Baby, you're so classic. Baby, you're so classic. Baby, Baby, you're so classic. Oh, a thousand roses, anything for you to notice. All the way to serenade you, doing it's not style. Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. Wrap it up on your next a couple minutes from kickoff to the NFL season, baby. Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams. Tonight, Alex Stroh, Badgers legend. I said it louder that time. Oh, Derek God. Angler with me. The Badgers legend, everybody. Legend, 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 legend. Back in college, maybe down on State Street for reasons that I'm just happy that I made it through college alive and yeah, not kicked too. off the program or anything like that. Man, I'm so, kidding. You know, Fair uh, enough. Well, and I, would, I would say that for Tarek, too. But he was actually a legend on the field here at University of Wisconsin. Yeah, All-American. he got that sax leader thing, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, All-American, all-time sax leader. You know, I, I, I don't think they track pancakes. I was a grinder. I, I, I don't think they track pancakes. I think you're the all-time pancakes leader. Uh, you know, the Joe only, Thomas the only here, claim to fame is, you know, after my junior year when I was playing guard and they moved me in that spring to center, you know, it was a great transition my senior year. And, and we talked about the offensive line I played with, all NFL guys for the most part, and Ron's introduction. His, his freshman year ended up not coming in, I think, till the Penn State game, third or fourth game or whatever it was, and breaking Herschel Walker's record. And, you know, not very many times offensive linemen get players of the game, and I got it twice that season at, at the Horseshoe against Ohio State and against Minnesota at home. And, you know, it's my little claim to fame. It's not All-American. It's not all-time sacks leader. But old linemen don't like a lot of that. That's, that's, D-linemen and D-backs, you know, they love that stuff. Those are the – yeah. Tarek probably, he probably had multiple sack dances. We'll have to ask him about that, too. Yeah, we, we got Monday. lots to pick with uh, yeah. Tarek Silo. Before we let you go tonight, I, I want to play one small clip from Aaron Rodgers because I know Derek Angler very much enjoyed this response from Aaron Rodgers yesterday when talking about Sunday's season opener in Minnesota. Yeah, we've played in some tough environments. This will be another one, good test. You know, just like all the other teams in the NFL, like every single year. You know, I think their fan base and their teams feel like this is our year to win the North. Hasn't really been the case during my time for the most part. Aaron Rodgers from the top rope, Derek. What do you think uh, of those comments? Delivery, A+. Plus. <laughs> Breaking just, down his speech now. I love just, it. Just, just let it roll off like matter of fact. The only thing I would say is he could have just said, well, uh, not with, 
excluding Detroit, but Chicago and Minneapolis. I mean, they, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings fan base, the Chicago Bears fan base. Yeah, they always talk. It's every preseason, offseason, training camp. Yes, we, we're going to challenge. We're going to get the Packers every single season. And I love how he just said, yeah, it just um, it hasn't, been the case. hasn't really been the case. I mean, and just matter-of-factly confident. I said, you know, I don't – there's a lot of – about all this, but yeah, you know, you guys haven't done anything. He didn't say that, but he might he as said well. It in, he said it in a pros way, though. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, too. I love it. Was, it. it was Delivery awesome is great. from QB1. Uh, before uh, we, we got to run here in less than two minutes, so let's hit this quick. Packers Vikings Sunday, Derek. What is the number one thing you're looking for, A, and who wins that game? I'm looking at the health of the offensive line for the Packers unit um, okay. and, and how well we run the ball. I have a feeling that it, we might struggle a little bit offensively. I just have a gut feeling. But, but okay. if, if the offensive line can keep us in normal down and distance, Aaron will do what he does. Um, with a depleted, with Lazard out, more than likely, um, you know, we're not sure about Tunyon either, where he's yeah. at. Um, you know, I, I think as long as that offensive line is healthy and they get after it, we'll be able to, we got, we got two great running backs. So we can do some things there. Um, and then I also want to see, okay, there's been a lot of talk about our defense. There has been. A lot of talk. Let's go see it because Vikings got some weapons. Can we shut down Delvin Cook? That would be a great job. Can Jair shut down Justin Jefferson? Uh, same thing. Those two weapons, well, uh, it's going to be a fun matchups. Yeah, it is a really fun week one game. As much as I, I, as a fan, dislike the Minnesota Vikings, but I'm super, super intrigued to see how this matchup plays out. I think the Packers win, but it could get a little dicey. I, I do, well, I don't know. If I, this is, for me, it's a coin flip because it's there because I, I just don't know enough about what our passing uh, offense is going to be. I, 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 it, I think it go either way. I think it's going down on the wire and, 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 you know, home team might have a little bit of adventure. Uh, well, that's all I've got from Derek Angler tonight. That's all I can take. Big thanks I'm to Derek sorry, Angler Trophy. and our friends at the Great Dane Pub. I'm keeping here it real, Dale buddy. For hosting us. This has been another. On edition of the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia.